Hi everyone, we are so thrilled to be live here in New Orleans celebrating the Essence Festival all weekend long. And now we have a very special guest from the Walt Disney Company. Let's go ahead and welcome her, Zinka Blake. Thank you so much for having me. We're so thrilled to have you here. This has been amazing, like our whole company here. You know, a, a, a team of us, a group of us. It's great to have Disney here in New Orleans. Yes. Tell us what you do for the company. Sure, I am so honored to be a race and culture executive producer for ABC-owned television stations. Now, a lot of people don't know that Disney actually owns eight of the major top markets across the country. And so what I usually do, I work with a team of eight race and culture reporters with my co-executive producer, and we mainly focus on historically marginalized, underrepresented, and excluded communities, and we amplify their stories, their voices, their experiences. That's so important and such beautiful work that you do. Give us a day in the life or one of your favorite projects that you've worked on recently. Oh my goodness. I think that, well, gosh, there's so many, you know, we explore the lives of, it's called, there's a, a series that we have called Our America, and we explore the lives of, you know, several of our diverse communities through this lens. So it's so hard to say pinpoint one, but recently, let me tell you about the most recent one we did. So we worked across the enterprise with ESPN and the Walt Disney Company to produce Our America 5050 and 5050 was a company-wide initiative started by ESPN to commemorate the 50th anniversary of the passing of Title IX. So it was a women's rights movement. It was a celebration of women's equality and being able to work across the company with some fearless women and allies, I would say, because there were a lot of men involved. It was like this beautiful collaborative initiative. And we also got to highlight Disney talent. Sophia Carson was our host. And what we did was we worked with the Women's Sports Foundation and ESPN. They have a special organization called the Sports for Life program, which specifically tries to ensure that black, brown, and indigenous girls have equal opportunity and access to play sports. And so we got to tell the stories of these girls across the country. And it was just so much fun being able to see young girls playing sports that still lack representation, right? Like rugby and hockey and golf. And so that's probably one of my favorite projects in addition to what we just launched, which was the anthem of 5050. Got to work with Diane Warren and Rita Ora and they wrote the anthem called Finish Line. And that was amazing. We did a music video for it. Got to sit with them, Rita Ora in the studio to watch her you know, record. And then it was just, again, life-changing, magical experience. You know, they always talk about the magic of Disney. Oh yeah, the work that you do is magical. Hmm. It really truly is magical what you're doing. You're changing lives, as you said. It really is work to be celebrated. And I think here at Essence Festival, yes. it's a celebration all weekend long. What have been some of the highlights for you throughout the weekend? Highlights for me definitely have been being able to come here with my colleague, Portia Grant, who is my co-executive producer. And we were interviewed on a panel and we were able to talk about how race and culture content units are revolutionizing the way storytelling is happening in local news. So her and I were able to be in the film festival and to be on center stage. I mean, you have to understand, you know, we're both black women and we have grown up with essence our whole lives. And we've been inspired by Essence and to be able to come to this experience and, and, and be a part 
of the Essence Festival is truly incredible. And that is because of Disney. <laughs> so it's wild. And I also got to premiere our music video here at the film festival as well. So cool. Yeah. So much fun. What a truly magical weekend. And you said that Disney, though, has been a part of your life since the beginning. Oh, so I'd love to hear more about your Disney fandom. Zinga Blake, are you ready to take on the Insider Five with us? Oh, gosh. I'm ready. <laughs> I believe in you. You're ready for this. You've been preparing for this for your whole life. Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> the first question. What is your earliest memory of being a Disney movie fan? Oh, my goodness. My earliest memory? Okay, so... When I was in Japan, I grew up in Japan, in Tokyo. So, you know, I always watched Cinderella, Snow White, Beauty and the Beast, all of them, right? My earliest recollection was probably around like three, four. And my earliest memory of like the Disney experience was actually going to Tokyo Disney. So cool. Yes. And we used to go to Tokyo Disney every year. And the, the first time I went, I was three. And I will never forget meeting Mickey for the first time mm. and just hugging him. And so every time I see Mickey now, I transform into that three-year-old girl. That's amazing. Every single time. Okay, so what an amazing answer that was. Not only did you tell us and share with us how important the Disney princesses meant to you, but then you got to see that played out in the Disney parks, Tokyo Disney. Very, very cool. That leads me to my next question. Okay. If you could only ride one ride all day to Disney park, any Disney park, which would it be? Right now? All day to Disney park. Rise of the resistance. <laughs> Can I get an amen? I'm gonna go ahead and say amen to that. <laughs> I am, that's a great one. <laughs> it is brilliant. Seriously? So good. I mean, my mind was blown. The first time I wrote it, you know, we're like, I was like, okay, we're in this, we're in this contraption. We're moving, <laughs> this thing looks real. Oh, okay, this alien is taking us to the galaxy. And then the thing opens and we're, wait, what? Wait, uh, seriously? I almost fell out. And I was like, there's more. And then, and then like, just, Every single detail of that ride is freaking brilliant. It's like you're never gonna see it all too because every time you get on it, it's like a new experience. It's like, oh, yes, totally. And then the holograms. I've never seen a hologram before in my life. You know what I mean? It's amazing. I want that reaction video of you on that ride. I, mean, I was like, Dota, we ain't in Kansas anymore. <laughs> That's literally, it was like, yes. An amazing choice. Rise of Resistance, yes. very nice. Yes, I love it. Next up, it's Disney Karaoke Night. What song do you sing? Karaoke night. Karaoke night. Little Mermaid. Part of your world. Part of your world. Part of your world. That's a great one. So after Tokyo, we moved to Maryland. Mm. That was the first Disney movie I saw in the theater was Little Mermaid. I was nine years Aww. old. My mom and dad bought me the cassette tape nice. and I would run home every single day, watch the Making Mouse Club, but then I would also listen to the Little Mermaid soundtrack on this cassette tape until it broke. Right there. That's some love if you ask me right Obsessed. there. <laughs> I love that story. That's yes. beautiful. Next question. Yeah. You're invited to a Disney themed costume party. Who or what do you dress as? Maleficent. Ooh. You got like a little like a face, the moment. You're giving a vibe here. Yes. You're ready, it seems yes. like. <laughs> to close this out. Yeah. Which Disney character has the best life advice and what is it? Cinderella. Hmm. I believe in faith and that song that she sings, you know, a dream is your wish your heart makes. If you keep on believing, a dream that you wish will come true. So good. 
really, truly some of the best life advice I've ever heard. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. All the amazing things that you do for the Walt Disney Company, continue to shine your light. Thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you, and you keep doing the same. You're amazing. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs>